Welcome to a Durban Christian Center South message. We believe that the message you are about to hear shall change you, realign your focus, and build you up to walk circumspectly before the Lord. I've got a good word for you. Hallelujah. And I've entitled my message this morning, Kingdom Words. Glory to God. And uh, we are going to continue looking into the kingdom life. Jesus came preaching the kingdom. Jesus came saying and declaring to us that the kingdom of God is upon you. It's not coming, it's upon you. Hallelujah. Jesus is our example of kingdom living. He spoke differently. We're going to specifically look at his words. I want you to know, saints, that believers speak differently to the world. Hallelujah. We, we don't only speak differently, we live differently. And so we're going to continue today looking at the word. And it's amazing how God dropped that uh, scripture in Kevin's heart. I was saying, God, you're really speaking to the church because James chapter 3 is part of my sermon this morning of God giving the tongue a place in our lives. And so I want you to say with me, words are important. Come on, Durban Christian Center, Wentworth, say with me, words are important. Hallelujah. In John 7, we see how the Pharisees send the soldiers the centurions to go and arrest Jesus. But alas, they come back without Jesus. And in John chapter 7 verse 45, it says, Then came the officers to the chief priests and Pharisees, and they said unto them, Why have you not brought him? And the officers answered, Never man spoke like this man. Jesus' words were so different that the soldiers realized they can't treat him anyway. They can't treat him like the way they thought they can treat him. They realize there's something glorious, something different about this man. And when the Pharisees asked them, why didn't you arrest him? They, they said, because he speaks differently. Never spoke a man like this. Christians, let me tell you, are anointed to speak differently. Hallelujah. We speak from a different life source because we are born again. We speak from a different perspective. Hallelujah. We are created to speak from a different source. Hallelujah. Jesus came preaching and demonstrating the kingdom. And I want you to, to focus on this this morning. He came demonstrating the kingdom by his word. By his word, he cast out devils. By his word, he healed the sick. By his word, he established authority over the wind and the sea. By his word, he calmed that storm, hallelujah. There is tremendous power in the spirit word. In the spirit-inspired word of God is the power of the universe. 
Hallelujah. Jesus' miraculous life manifested the kingdom. And you and I have been called to live in this kingdom. Kingdom people speak a different language. We're of a different dialect. Hallelujah. If you live a kingdom life, you speak kingdom words. Hallelujah. We speak a kingdom language. Praise God. Words of life from a different source. From your innermost being shall flow rivers of living. When you speak the word of God, you speak creative words. When you speak the word of God, you speak things into existence that are not in the natural, but they are in the spirit. You bring to life, you manifest that which God has created. Somebody say hallelujah. The officers said, never spoke a man like this. And I want to speak to you today about your words, DCC, Bluff, and Wentworth. I want to speak to you about your words because God gave us his word, not so that we can stand in awe of the word, which we do, but that we can manifest the word. Hallelujah. Words are central to our lives. The world sees words as of little conf, uh, you know, consequence. Uh, I, re I remember when I first got born again, the preacher started talking about your words. I thought, what's he talking about? Actions are important. But I don't know if you know both are important. Your words lead you. Hallelujah. Jesus said, by your words... You are justified, and by your words, you are condemned. Your words. Matthew 12, 37. He taught us that you're not defiled by the food that goes into your mouth, or the clothes that you wear, or the hat on your head. He taught us that a man can be defiled or justified by the words. That come from the innermost being. The words that he speaks. Your words affect your whole being. Think of it. If your words can defile you, it defiles your whole being. And in the same way, the words can justify or glorify. Mm, lift you to a different plane. Glorify your being. Your words declare and sustain you. They, they declare you righteous. They, they set your course according to God's word. Jesus said it's, it's the tongue that can defile you or justify you. The tongue. In Matthew 5.18, Jesus said those things which proceed out of the mouth comes from the heart. Hallelujah. And he says they defile you, but we also know they justify you. Amen. The Bible tells us of the place that the tongue has in our lives. I want you to take your Bibles and turn with me to James chapter 3 and verse 6. Then Wentworth, turn with us as well. 
Take your Bibles, turn to James chapter 3 and verse 6. And by the way, it's a good thing to carry your Bible. Why must you carry your Bible? Because when a dog wants to bite, you can hit the thing. Amen. No, we carry the Bible because the Word of God, we're proud of it. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you in James chapter 3? Can we put that scripture up? James chapter 3 and verse 6. Let's read it. And the tongue, come on, let's go. And the tongue. I want you to focus your words on this. It says the tongue is so set. The tongue is so set. God gave the tongue a place. He set the tongue in your being. He has so set it in your members. When he created, in other words, when God created you, he placed your tongue in a unique place. He gave your tongue an authority that is unique. He so set your tongue. It wasn't just placed anywhere. It wasn't given any, just any type of influence. It was so set. Like your heart is so set that it keeps your circulation. Hello? Your kidneys are so set that they cleanse you. Your tongue is so set. God gave it a specific place of influence. Words are central to your life because they spring from the innermost being. Hallelujah. God so set the tongue. How has God set your tongue? How? Where has God placed your tongue? What role has your tongue, does your tongue occupy in your life? Your tongue is so set. Everybody say, so set. Say with me, my tongue is so set by God. In other words, he carefully considered this thing. He considered a human and he set your tongue in a place for your life, for your future. He so set your tongue that your tongue would be the rudder of your life. Hallelujah. The tongue has a unique and powerful place of influence and control. Your tongue. God didn't give you your tongue to lick ice cream. Hallelujah. He gave your tongue to, to be a source of life. He gave your tongue. He so set your tongue that your tongue is a rudder. Hallelujah. It's much more important than licking ice cream. Thank God for licking ice cream. Amen. Hallelujah. No, he says your tongue is like a rudder of a ship. It seems to be small, but it steers that ship. The tongue is like the bit in a horse's mouth. Small little piece of metal like this in the horse's mouth steers that horse. Your tongue has been so set that it would be a rudder. 
to your life. It has a unique and powerful place. Hallelujah. That is how God set your tongue. That is how God placed your tongue, set its course and determined its influence on your life. Hallelujah. I want to say, I want you to say with me this morning. Yeah, and it went with, say this with me this morning. My tongue occupies a central place in my future. It steers my life. Come on, say it with me, went with, it steers my life. Hallelujah. So why are words so powerful? Because the Bible says they have power. Jesus said in Proverbs 18.21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. I'm speaking to you today about kingdom words that produces kingdom living. Tell your neighbor, I'm a part of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Come on. I'm a part of the kingdom. Glory to God. Your tongue causes your condemnation or your justification. Your tongue causes your downfall or your uprising. Your tongue causes your failure or your success. People that are successful don't talk like failures. Hello? I, I don't bet you. I love being amongst people that are going for it. Successful, man. They're talking. They're talking about the future. They're talking about plans. They're talking about things that are happening. They're speaking about vision and dreams. They, they're declaring things. But when you get amongst losers, they're talking about, oh, so-and-so did this, and this one did this, and can you believe it? Mona Lisa's. You know how Mona Lisa's look? The artist showed us. Nothing to say. Hallelujah. But he gave us words of life. Somebody say hallelujah. That is how God set your tongue. Everybody say my tongue is set uniquely in my being. Listen, Jesus said, if you know the parable of the seed, you will understand all parables. It's quite an incredible statement. That parable of the seed, he's talking about understanding what the word does to you. Amen. And about determining the state of your heart. Now, if... Just for us to get understanding. The Bible says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning. That means God was before the beginning. That means God is spirit. The spirit was before the world. By the spirit, by his word, he created the world. He was before the world. The world doesn't have spirits in it. The spirit has the world in it. Hallelujah. 
by his spirit, by his word, he sustains. He keeps the world where it is. The spirit is more powerful than the physical world you're living in. Everybody say, I'm part of the kingdom. I'm of the spirit. Oh my God, I'm of a different spirit. I'm of the spirit of God. Hallelujah. This physical world is the result of the spirit. Ma, ma, ma. That means that, that when, when you deal with the spirit, you're dealing from a higher authority than the physical world you're living in. Amen. God created this world by his word. And then he said, I'm going to create people in my image and my likeness who have the word so set that the world is subject to the word in them. Oh, my Lord. Hallelujah. Have you ever considered that God is spirit? Hallelujah. You're born again. How are you and I born? We are born of the incorruptible word. We are born of the incorruptible seed of the word. That means even if you fail, the word does not change. You just come back to the original intent of that word and it's incorruptible. When God has promised something about you, no matter what you do, you cannot change it. All you need to do is get yourself back in line with it. Mm. He created you and then he so set your tongue. Hallelujah. It has a central place of authority. Your relation to and connection with the word of God determines everything about your life. Hallelujah. When Jesus spoke of the parable, he said there's four kinds of... You see, you and I must be very careful what we do with the word. The Bible says, be careful how you hear. Because the measure that you listen with, the value, the weight that you give the word coming to you, determines its effect. I don't know about you, I want to I wanna have the miraculous word have an effect. I want to have the God-breathed word having a God effect. Hallelujah. He spoke of four different kinds of seed. The first kind of seed fell on the soil, that's us, fell, fell on the soil, fell on the soil. And it fell by the wayside. That, that's people who they hear the word of God and it just goes by. They're thinking about the roast. And they're dreaming about the toast. The word comes. They, they, give, it no, they give it no attention. And the, Jesus said the enemy comes and steals that word away. It's like it never came to me. The second type of soil is the soil, Jesus said, that falls on shallow ground. So when that, when that word comes, he says... And shallow ground, shallow ground is those who, he says, have no root in themselves. You know what that means? It means when the word comes, they receive it gladly, but it doesn't go down. It doesn't, have, it doesn't get rooted. 
And the moment opposition to the word comes, the, no, the moment another argument comes, they let go of their, of their faith. How many of you, when you first got born again, and you tell people you're born again, what do they do? They come against you. They say, well, it's just mind of a matter. The preacher hypnotized you. How many of you heard that the preacher hypnotized you? It's amazing how great the preachers are. Mass hypnotists. You know, it's not real. And, and, and when, when that opposition comes, they have no root in themselves. They fall. They can't continue. I want to say to you, let the word of God root in your life. Hallelujah. Consider it. That's the power of meditation. Letting the word come. So those are the people. You know, when things go bad, oh, this doesn't work. And off they go. And then Jesus says there's the third kind of soil. And those are the ones who receive the word. It's good soil. They receive the word. The word goes down. They, they start growing in the word. But when they get to a certain place, the thorns come. The problems come. The trials come. The pressures of life come. And they don't produce. These are people, they're in the church, but the church don't even know they're there. They have no effect on the kingdom. That's why we need the word of God. Amen. So when the word comes, they allow, they think, yes, that's true, but uh, on, on Tuesday nights is a goalie. I can't, you know, I can't go to whatever. On Wednesday nights, days of our lives. How can I go to school of the spirit? Thursday nights is I'm a loser on TV. How can I go to home cell? You know, I'm just talking. Huh? You know. And then Jesus said there's the other. When the word comes, they receive it. And produces, and they start producing after its kind. You start living by that word, acting out that word, giving the word first place, and you bring forth 30, 60, and 100 fold. Hallelujah. Thank God. Durban Christian Center is a 30, 60, and 100 fold church. Hallelujah. We're an involved church. We're an excited church. We're a producing church. Hallelujah. Because we, we give it place. What you do with the word determines your future. Amen. Often speak about people who've got a whole long list of prophecies. Look. I could still walk around today with a prophecy from Pastor Fred. Look. One day we're going to have a church in the bluff. Woo, glory. Look, look. One day. When? Don't know. But one day. Listen, we don't live in a dream world. We live in the reality of the word. If the word says so, it is so. Tell your neighbor, act on the word. Step into the word. Hallelujah. One of the worst things we can do is delay when God speaks. Oh, you don't know the timing of the word. Listen, when God speaks, he's already thought of the timing. Thank you for your wisdom that you need to tell God when to speak. God, you spoke, but listen, not time yet. You know, 
Thank God your word came to me and I've got the wisdom. When to do. When the word comes, Sister Nelly always says, when that door opens, you put your foot in that door. Do you hear me today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not, he's not speaking about knowing the word. He's speaking about living the word. Everybody lift your hands. You and Wentworth lift your hands and say, I'm anointed to live the word. Hallelujah. You know, there's a promise in this scripture in James that you and I can live kingdom life, a perfect life. He says so. Read that with me. Come, ju just read that. Let's, let's go on a little bit of a rabbit trail quickly, and then I must get back because it's already 9.42. James chapter 3 and verse 2. James chapter 3 and verse 2. If anyone does not offend in speech, he is a fully developed character. I'm reading out of the Amplified. He is a fully developed character and a perfect man. Able to control his whole body and to curb his entire nature. My God, how awesome is that? The thing that I want to show you about this scripture is that Jesus says, if anyone does not offend in speech, the word he uses there is not the words of a man. If you go back to the Greek, he says, if anyone does not offend in the logos, in the written word of God. In other words, your words do not violate the truth. If anyone does not violate in the Logos, does not speak that which is not written. Hallelujah. He's a perfect man. So I learn to take my words and subject it to the Logos. That's why the Bible says you must study to show yourself approved. It's amazing how many people offend Logos. They, they, they speak, and they think they're speaking Scripture. Spoke to a Christian a while ago. He said, well, the Bible says God, God helps those who help themselves. I said, not so. Never said that. Amen. He's offending in Logos. He's, he's setting a path contrary to what's revealed. Hallelujah. And once you get to a place where you do not speak contrary, you don't offend. Hallelujah. You justify the word. You manifest the word. Maturity is speaking the word in context. Hallelujah. Amen. You and I need to understand that our words are connected to our spirits. Your spirit's connected to the Holy Ghost. Amen. The Bible says the Spirit of God is the candle. Your spirit is the candle of the Spirit of God. He illuminates your word. So from your innermost being, you bring forth life-giving words. Spoken by the Spirit. That's why. Mature believers don't just talk about people. 
Hello? Mature believers wait on the Lord. They, they know the power, the weight of those words that they speak. Hallelujah. And they speak by the Spirit. Don't allow yourself, I'm just having an off day, so I'll, I'll scatter shotgun everybody around me. Amen. Hallelujah. And isn't it one of the great things you learn as you mature to watch your words? I've watched as, as, I, as I first got married, I had no control over this tongue. No control. When things get bad, bad, bad. You know, my wife does something I don't like. You are a loser. You are a there. And then you, 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 after a while, then my wife doesn't want to kiss me. I wonder why. So why? And start realizing it's the fruit of your lips. Hallelujah. You live by the fruit of your lips. Amen. You speak bad about somebody and then you go ask them a favor. See how far you'll get. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. But when you speak words of life, when you do not offend in Logos, when you speak the word of life, hallelujah, the power of God comes forth. Everybody say with me, come on, Wentworth, say with me, God has so set my tongue. You create your world by your tongue. You speak into your future by your tongue. You activate angelic hosts by your tongue. Hallelujah. We, we must take far more note of what we say. Somebody say hallelujah. You know, you never heard Jesus speak unbelief or doubt or fear. Hallelujah. In fact, he spoke the word. What are Christians? Christians are not people who try to obey the word. Christians are word practitioners. We do the word. In the Old Testament, people were told to obey the word. In the New Testament, we are told to be the word. Jesus came and he said, it is written in the book of me. I am the word. I am the manifestation of the word. I'm here to be the word. Christians are born of the incorruptible seed of the word so that we can be the word. Hallelujah. You manifest the word. You live the word. You be the word. You speak the word. You learn not to offend in Logos. Oh, glory. When troubles come, you, you, you don't offend. When troubles come, you don't say, oh, I don't know what's it. When troubles come, you said, my God shall deliver me. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 When things happen and you don't know what to do, you don't say, I don't know what to do. You say, thank God he's given me the, the word of God. I have the mind of Christ. I have the knowledge of the word and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
When the pain comes, you don't say I'm sick. When the pain comes, you say by stripes, I am healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When, when poverty comes, you don't say, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. You say, my all-sufficient God is all-sufficient. I have more than enough. Hallelujah. When it looks like your enemy is gaining power over you, you come from a different source. I'm blessed. I'm a conqueror. I'm strengthened with might. Everything I do bears fruit and flourishes. You, you don't speak words of death because you're a word practitioner. Hallelujah. The more you do, the more power comes to your life. Everybody say the tongue brings power to my life. Hallelujah. We are in this world, but we're not of this world. They came and they said, never spoke a man like this. And I'll tell you what, once you start living amongst people and you don't speak like they speak, they take note. Ah, they might sometimes not like it. Sometimes they, you know, go like this. That gone. But when the chips are down, when they're in trouble, who do they call? They don't call ghostbusters. They call you. They call somebody that speaks differently. I'm telling you this morning, the anointing of God is on you, Bluff and Wentworth, to speak differently. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. As he speaks, so it is. Amen. Amen. You speak from your source. Jesus said, in the book, it is written of me. Hallelujah. I want you to know that in this book, it's written of you. Hallelujah. No matter what happens in this book, it's written of me. You have some root in yourself. You don't get swayed off it. You, you say it. You speak it. You stand on it. You're willing to take the pain till you see the gain. Hallelujah. Come on. I want you to say, I will not back down. I will stand in the promise of the word. Listen, the, the world needs your word. The world needs you to speak your faith. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. When it looks like everything's going bad, oh, the lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Hallelujah. When it looks like it's not going to happen, you say it's going to turn all things together for good for those who love me. Hallelujah. When they all tell you that you are ugly, you say I'm loved of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Worst thing you can, you can do is look in their mirror. Their mirrors are warped. Amen. Have you ever gone to a warped mirror show? You think you last time you looked in the mirror, you were beautiful. And you walk into that mirror show, and as you walk in the mirror, you go, boom, out stoops your stomach. What? 
Amen. And just as you turn, you're the short fatty with a long head. Hey. Come on, I want you to lift your hand and say with me, I am who God says I am. God has so set my tongue to be a rudder, to be a life source. I do not offend in word. I speak the word. I agree with the word. I release the power of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Glorious things are spoken about you, city of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are blessed. I am who God says I am. I live in the kingdom. I speak kingdom words. Glory to God. Come on. I want you to say with me, I cast down every high thing. I cast down every thought. Come on, Wentworth. I cast down every thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm made in the image and the likeness of God. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm the top and not the bottom. I am blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I prosper. I'm in health. My soul prospers. Hallelujah. The blessing of the Lord is on me. Hallelujah. We trust that you were blessed by the transforming word of God and that you were inspired to be more like Jesus. If you would like more information about Durban Christian Centre South and our various ministries, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel, or visit our website, www.durbanchristiancentre.co.za.